how did you even have time to roll out NetSuite? Like, how did you do this? Oh, it was. Did it you was, bring in implementers? Did you do it yourself? Like, how did this happen? No, we did it ourselves. We we worked with NetSuite Direct and all of the the uh, developers and all of the ACS team, and you know, we did all the pre videos. It, I mean, it was a lot of work. I don't know how now I could do it with my schedule now. I don't know if we could be like, hey, let's implement a new system. I'd be like, I don't have time. But I mean, we found the time. This episode of the Cloud Accounting Podcast was recorded at the Oracle NetSuite Suite World Conference in September of 2022. To learn more about NetSuite and the Suite World Conference, visit netsuitesuiteworld.com. Hello and welcome to the Cloud Accounting Podcast. I'm Blake Oliver. And I'm David Leary. And we are recording at Sweet World 2022 in Las Vegas. <laughs> it's our last interview our last of interview. the day, and David has lost his mind. I just zoned out for a quick <laughs> second. I, actually, to be honest, I got thrown off. I was looking at um, our guest LinkedIn. I saw that she was at Arthur Anderson. Oh. And I was like doing audit, and like I was just thinking like, that was the Enron like years right around then I think and I was, I was trying to do the math in my head and that's, well, that's now, why I zoned out now we definitely have a topic of conversation <laughs> right? we are speaking with Shauna Veal CPA hello Shauna hi welcome to the show thank you and you are a VP slash CFO at Farm Chem Inc Farm Check Drugs of Abuse Sweat Patch what does yeah. that mean so um, so the Drugs of Abuse Sweat Patch the Farm Check is it's a patch that's worn on the arm for seven to ten days of somebody who's being drug tested so it's an alternative to urine testing or hair testing or blood testing. Huh. Um, and it's worn for seven to 10 days and then it's taken off and that the little cotton pad is sent to the lab and then it's tested to see if that person had done any, have, has done any um, illegal drugs. So I've had to take drug tests to get a job before, but I've never heard of this in, ever. Like, right. Is this new? Is this? It's not new. Um, we've been around for, gosh, 30 years. Wow. Um, but it, we're in the criminal justice arena right now. So it's more probation parole, pretrial type client. And why would that be preferable, this patch, to a, a urine test or something like that? Uh, the patch is harder to tamper with. You can't. I mean, it collects your sweat. You know, you can try and overhydrate, but it still has collected your sweat over the seven to 10 days. So if you've done drugs, it's going to keep those molecules in there and it's going to show up on the lab test. Yeah. And looking at the picture, it looks like it has a, like a, it has a coat on it. It doesn't look like it's easily removable. Nope. Like it's it's pretty solid. So if you tried to remove it, you know, when you remove a Band-Aid, you get a little bit of skin layer. That's what happens immediately off of the, the patch. So you can't, like, put it on, take it off, and put it back on. It, it would be obvious. So, yeah. And what is your role there as, you know, a VP slash CFO? So my role is I'm the finance department. I'm the, we're very small. We're nine people total. So I'm, I'm the one that does customer checks, bank recs financial reporting month and close. I mean, I'm that. You are the finance department. Mm -hmm. And you're on NetSuite? I am. Wow. Yep. We just moved January of this year. Yeah. So we're right. very new. Um, I'm also the admin of that NetSuite platform. So yeah, I have lots of hats. Well, you're the perfect person to talk to because you know it all. We're going to say that I do. <laughs> well, so what were you doing before? You said this company has been around for 30 years. What was the situation before NetSuite? So we were on QuickBooks, but when we were on QuickBooks, we were six people, of which four were continuously using the QuickBooks system. We had two, you know, remote people who were kind of overseeing the, the organization, but uh, we hired, we were hostily taken over 
last year. So we got a new board, new management. We hired four salespeople. And it, we were already transitioning in the NetSuite, but that made it, that accelerated it. So because we got four new people on board, we don't want them in QuickBooks because they're not going to understand the system. It's not helpful to them. So we we accelerated the process and went live 1-1 and then trained up everybody with LCS training. And here we are. Yeah. And and what was the motivator to switch accounting systems? It was the CRM portion that we didn't have. You know, we wanted to grow the company even as we were still the six people before everything happened. Um, we just didn't have a proper CRM system. We couldn't, you know, there were notes in there, but you couldn't pull anything. You couldn't pull reports as to what notes, who talked with whom. So we just needed a better system for that. And you didn't have a CRM previously? Mm -mm. No, okay. it was just the accounting system. And they kind of used like the, the AR record, the, the customer record as their CRM. That's where they keep the notes. So normally, if I were talking to a business on QuickBooks and they didn't have a CRM, they would go out and they would find a CRM and they'd plug it into QuickBooks. But you didn't do that. No, and there's, uh, so with our invoice, our invoicing import at month end. So we get the invoice from the lab with all the people that wore the sweat patch and it's individual lines. So it's 10,000 lines or more of a CSV file. We were importing that into Access, running the invoice, and then importing that file into QuickBooks. We wanted to eliminate that step. So we needed a, a more powerful system to do that. So you, you said it's a, a record for everyone who wears it? Because uh -huh. you charge by the by patient the patch. or the patch. Uh -huh. okay. And then so we would put it into access to then, it would accumulate all for like one customer, it would bring them all into one record, and then it would create that invoice for that customer. And then we would import that file like the, the IFF file or whatever mm -hmm. it was, into... David knows these well. I, I, I'm very familiar. <laughs> yes, I'm an expert on IFF Oh, good, because yeah. I'm not. I just know enough to, like, get it out of Access and put it into QuickBooks. But, you know, it's not efficient. Oh, oh it's very... Oh. It, it's error-prone. It's risky. Like, yes, yes. Lot, yeah. All the things wrong with it. Yeah. It was working, but then we would have a thousand-page, you know, invoice to print out and then stuff and mail in actual USPS mail. And who are you invoicing? So all of, uh, so, you know, like U.S. probation, if they have, if their field office uses this patch on, you know, 10 people for that month, at two, you know, so 20 patches used that month, we would invoice that field office for U.S. probation. So it's all the individual agencies, mm -hmm. if you will, that mm -hmm. we're invoicing. So, so you were like, hey, we need a CRM. And they're like, yeah, but I also get this nightmare I have to do this invoicing. So like, maybe something can do both. And that's to you on your journey? That's kind of what the thought was, is it was kind of, it wasn't two pieces that made the, the decision. It was kind of, all kind of happened at the same time. Like, you know, it would be nice to have a CRM and it would be nice to get off of access. So let's figure out how, how can we do that at the same time. And how did you go from that problem to like realizing that NetSuite was your solution? So I wasn't involved in that piece of the evaluation. I helped a little bit. So it was between Salesforce and NetSuite. My husband's used Salesforce before, and he doesn't like it for very specific reasons. Because he had to use it. <laughs> <laughs> so there were, and, and there was reasons that you know we thought we would need that would be helpful for for us. So I just kind of passed that information along and said, "Hey, my husband says that this is not a good thing because it won't do what we think it's going to do in this area that he's worked in." So we went. With, I don't know if that's the reason that we went with Netsuite, but I I'd like to think that that was the reason that we chose it. So how did you make the you know leap into this role? How did you get and wind up where you were at? So, like you said, so back in the day, I started with Arthur Anderson literally right before Enron hit the news. I started in September of twenty of two thousand one and then 
9-11 and then Enron. And then I lost my job like eight months later. Oh, like, man. So, <laughs> you got a beautiful taste of accounting instantly. <laughs> I did. And, and so it was in Albuquerque, which is much smaller than like the Fort Worth area that I am now. So the market was flooded. All the people that had lost their jobs were looking for jobs. And there was only so many jobs available. And I had eight months of experience. So it was pretty much right out of college in that instance. So I found a couple little, little firms to kind of that took me in. They really weren't what I wanted to do. So I found um, a mid-sized firm that took me in for tax. So I sucked it up into tax. So, so, so just because the listeners cannot see your face right oh. now, when she said <laughs> tax, you should have seen her face. <laughs> just if you can imagine the face someone would make when like, I had to do tax. So just. No, no. Tax is not my favorite. Um, so I did tax for a year and I ended up making my way back into big four because I kept in touch with a partner. So I got back into KPMG through the tax store. Sure, about a year of that, I got to the audit side, back where I should have been, where I belonged. Um, I worked there for eight years, moved to Fort Worth. And then, you know, the industry that's in Fort Worth is not the industry that I have experience in for public accounting. So I found a local accounting firm that worked better with my, my knowledge and my history. And then at that point, I made the decision to just, let's go into, let's go into private. Let's get out of public. I've been here for 13 years or whatever it is for a long time. Let's try my hand at private industry. So I went to one of our actual, our customers that was with the accounting firm I was with. I went with one of them and um, learned a whole heck of a lot. I had a big role. I had the control role, the acting treasurer role, and the acting youth coordinator role all at one time, kind of when, kind of at so, the end. So so you didn't really cut your hours when you went from public no. into private? Oh, no, no, no. This was 12-hour days there was just so much work. Yeah. But I learned a lot. I mean, you, you leave someplace and you, you know, you're like, oh my gosh, I, I learned so much with that one. Um, they unfortunately um, laid me off, which happens. Um, and then I found where I am now at FarmCam. And it's, it's kind of a funny story. So, you know, I found them, they were looking for somebody and I was like, ah, I'm not sure. So I kind of passed up applying at that point in time. Well, there was a woman with my same first name and a very, very similar last name. Well, the CEO at the time had called our audit partner, who I knew very well. He started talking about me because that's the name he heard, not the other woman's name. So ended up the CEO called me directly and said, hey, do you want, we got a very high recommendation. Do you want to come to an interview with us? You got a job interview by accident. By accident. Yeah. yeah. By just by word of mouth, by accident. Yep. But Amazing. Now, yeah. But now I've been here five years. So, yeah. Uh, do they make you, you, do you have to... Like new farm check new farm chem employees, do you have to wear the drug patch as as part of your drug test? No, we make everybody do a urine test just because for employment purposes it's faster. And, and, you know, it's but we're doing a wear test right now. I am not because I took it off to come here just you know because I was going to be well, but well, I just had it on. The air in Vegas will probably cause it to right? react. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, so I, I wore it for seven days before and I just took it off when we got here and then I'll go home and I'll put it right back on to see how long can I wear it and what, is there anything that wears funny? Is there anything that we need to know? So it'll be, because all, all of us are doing it right now. I just had this kind of interrupting the wear time because I really struggled. Should I wear it here and have everybody ask me questions? Or it's, should I? It's great advertising. I thought it's that marketing, too, but then right? I was like, it'd been seven days in, so it'd been through workouts and through, oh, yeah, kinda, yeah. you know, it was kind of grody. So I didn't 
yeah, it's one of those. I struggled a lot, and I was like, oh, I should probably just take it off. Well, we had the <laughs> we had the crumble cookies guy, and then we had Johnny Pops, and they all had samples. You could have gave out samples. I could have been like, hey, take this week. home. <laughs> <laughs> Except nobody, yeah, yeah. It's not a good, not a good product to give to people in Las Vegas. I know, Vegas, right? 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 Yeah, they might have questions. So you rolled out Netsuite. You're on Netsuite. I'm on your website now, and across the menu you have this menu bar, and you can you have a customer toolbox. You can pay your bill. You can reorder the products. You can request a quote. Is that Netsuite under the covers? Are you using any of the e-commerce features, or is this all proprietary? Or for the reorder, it was built because of Netsuite. Like we didn't prior, we didn't have that option prior to implementing Netsuite. Um, it still has to be entered by the salesperson, but they can go in through the system, and it kicks out an email to us um, that says, "Hey, this person wants to order more product," and it has to be a customer, so that's why it's not automatic. It's because we can only sell; we can't sell to like you, because. What if you were on the patch from probation? What if you changed out your patch? You right, know, it's right. more of a control feature. But um, you know, we're trying to automate a lot more. It's just there's nine of us, so it's it's um, in order to continue to do our job and roll out. It's very time. We just it's tricky. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to do the little things we can, and you know, outsource what we just don't know how to do. Um, so we're still we're still growing. So FarmChem's been around for a while. Uh, you've been with them for five years, it looks like. Uh, is FarmChem like aiming to grow rapidly? Well, you said there was a hostile takeover. We did have a hostile takeover. Like, uh, how does that happen in a small company like that? Because I'm picturing, you know, hostile takeover. It's <laughs> always like big public company with some billionaire investor who buys, you know, shares. Yeah. Uh, so we were actually surprised. So we're OTC traded. So we're on the pink sheets, and we were actually limited information at that point in time because we weren't reporting. We didn't need to, you know, We'd, so we were limited. Well, uh, here comes uh, a shareholder who came out of the blue, literally. I came out of the blue and bought up so much of the shares. And, uh, you know, he talked with the, the CEO at the time and was interested in, you know, he wanted to be on the board, but we didn't. We only had three seats. And so they did a proxy fight with us, which I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know how that worked. Well, they won. So what is that? How did that work? Tell us about that. So you know when you own shares in any kind of company, you get the proxy once a year that says, "Hey, vote for the the board members, vote for the auditor, um, and if there's any other matters." Well, we sent ours out with our current board. They sent one out with who they wanted to be on the new board. Well, they had enough shares and enough um, people on their side, if you will, so they ended up winning the proxy fight. And at that point in time, they then dismissed the board that we had. Um, which was the CEO and the CFO at that time, promoted me up to the CFO, promoted who our president was at the time to the CEO role, and brand new board. I must have been a lot of drama. It was it going it was on. intense. Yes, it was intense. So we were lucky enough to have three months with the the former CEO and CFO to kind of transition, you know, things if I had questions or or whatnot to kind of help bounce things off of. But um, yeah, it's been a it's been a journey. And you could, I don't know anybody else who's been through a hostile takeover, like personally. Yeah, they're not that common. And it's good it, TV. It was, it was a surprise, which is why it happened. Because normally there's these, you know, poison pills we read about. And... Yeah, no, this came, literally came out of the blue. Wow. Like earlier that year, we're like, what is going on? Like, where did this come from? So I imagine the investor did this because they believe in the company and they're yep. going to sit. In, so what's the plan now? Well, you know, the, so the board directive is to to grow sales, obviously, um, and to try and emerge ourselves into different revenue streams, different markets. We face hurdles because, you know, 
our FDA clearance is for criminal justice only. Really? Your specific purpose? They limit you to that. They did. Mind you, this was years and years ago yeah, that, we, yeah. that we went through the FDA clearance. So we don't know, okay, can we now go into, has the time lapsed? Can we now do it? Do we have to do new FDA clearance? Do we have, like, what do we have to do to get into employer-employee testing? I know, maybe off-the-shelf testing for parents. You know, kind of, I've always had the thought that we could break into, like, the NFL or the NBA you know, nobody really listens to that suggestion, but I think it's a good one. So <laughs> I want, when we get the new product manager, I'm going to throw that out there to be like, find somebody to talk to. Just tell all the sales guys you're going to get tickets to these games I if know. we're selling. Let's to, go talk uh, to that. Yeah, Let's on. find the person. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, yeah, we're, we are trying to expand, um, but you know, we're very niche, yeah. too. And uh, we kind of are a premium product over the other drug testing methods that there are out there. What's it cost? Is that right right now, a single patch, co- we just raised prices, so I'm going to quote the old one. A single patch itself costs $31.45, and then the analysis costs, I lied, analysis is $31.45. $31.45. And 45 45 cents. Cents. Mm-hmm. Just for the standard testing, okay. which is five drugs. Okay, that doesn't sound like too much. No, it doesn't, but when you compare it to a urine test, which is less than $10. Okay. Because you have the the patch cost, which is ten fifty eight, less than eleven dollars for one, mm. plus the lab cost, which is thirty one forty five. Then you're getting up there in the in the price point, you know, and that's why urine is. But our testing is less tamperable. Yeah, our cutoff levels are lower usually than what a urine sample will be. So. We have a lot of benefits, but we just need to find the right market. You're a premium product, mm-hmm. and you just got to get into those the, the people who want that. Yep. Yeah, we just need to find the right market for yeah. it. Yep. So on the day-to-day, it sounds like, like you said, you're sort of teeny, there's nine of you. You're doing tons of different hats, right? You said you're doing reconciliation, you're doing AP, you're doing AR, you're doing everything. How did you even have time to roll out NetSuite? Like, how did you do this? Oh, it was- Did it you was, bring in implementers? Did you do it yourself? Like, how did this happen? No, we did it ourselves. We we worked with NetSuite Direct and all of the the uh, developers and all of the ACS team, and you know, we did all the pre videos. It I mean, it was a lot of work. I don't know how now I could do it with my schedule now. I don't know if we could be like, hey, let's implement a new system. I'd be like, I don't have time. But I mean, we found the time. It was a lot of meetings, a lot of testing, a lot of just a lot. Like we didn't get Christmas break. That's the, so because we had to implement and the board directed one one. You will be done. So I was like, oh. But tell me you're getting it this year. Yes, yes. Good. Yep, yep. We're implemented. The <laughs> testing is done because it was we were testing the, the invoice import, and that was the key. Right. And it was only... Right, because that's revenue. You that's gotta, revenue. Gotta we have to be able to, in the door, to bill our customers. Yeah. And it was a very, uh, it's a very complex system and how it was developed. So yeah, we were testing it, and that whatever would break, we would have to wait and then have them fix it and then retest it. Mm-hmm. And it was... Um, we had family in town. I was like, I'm going to be in the office. So... <laughs> You know, I feel like what the problem you had or the challenge you had with the the whole like invoicing, very specific, it's something that actually a lot of organizations have. I, I worked for a very large HOA. Okay. And we had a similar thing where we had this proprietary software that had been developed for us to bill all the different, you know, uh, uh, properties. Yeah, okay. And it required this import. And the guy who, you know, maintained it was like 80 years old. <laughs> and only he knew how to fix it. And he had to give us a new version every year. Oh, because he had yeah. to like manually update all the tax rates, essentially. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I don't feel so bad. No, it's. I think like there's I was, a lot of organizations doing that. And we were, you know, when we were trying to find, okay, how can we do this better? We were trying to think of other organizations that would have a similar, you know, invoice import 
process and we just we couldn't think of one to like call and be like hey we have questions like how do you do it yeah. maybe we're doing it a completely backwards way there's so many people still using ifs and stuff oh, it just makes me scream <laughs> there's so many well because until <laughs> the process until the process reaches a breaking point they'll keep it going yeah you know yeah. and a lot of people have some legacy piece in their business that they just can't replace or it's too mission critical and it's working fine they'd rather not fix it yeah and that was improve it. that was um I mean, I was all for how do we get the suit, but I was also very, very determined and stubborn. If nothing, if it, if one thing didn't work, I was like, we can't work with that. Like, you need to fix it. So I, they probably were like, oh, every time I emailed them back, because <laughs> I was like, no, it's not right yet. Like, we need to. This is this is how it has to be. There's no alternative. So, I mean, we worked very hard and very close with them. Like I said, I'm sure they were happy to be done with us. <laughs> well, you know, they they must like you because they brought you here to Sweet I, World. Right? I know. I know. I'm pretty amazed. So, and it's and it wasn't because the invoice import. It was because LCS, because of our use of them. LCS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, uh, the um, I can't think of what LCS. What does it stand for? for? I forgot too. What does Lear- it do? Learning, learning LCS, learning cloud so- systems solutions. It's it's the piece. So there's ACS and LCS. ACS is who we go to for different projects. LCS is who we went to for training on our system. Got it. Yep. So we use them. They is that went, the customer learning cloud support? Yep. From NetSuite Education Services. Okay. Yep. We learned, uh, we use them. They went into our system after it was built and learned it. Like learned all the customizations that we had and then taught our sales team more than once, which was amazing. So that everybody was on the same page. Everybody saw the same demonstration. So they're training your staff based on your implementation of NetSuite. Yes. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's really neat. Yeah. That's nifty. Yeah. yeah. So I have I have nothing but good things to say about LCS. And when you bring on a new salesperson, they we go can through always, it. Mm-hmm. We can always get that's a block of time with, and I, I've said her name a thousand times, with Darlene Kendrick. She is amazing. And yeah, she- Shout out to Darlene. <laughs> if you're listening. So yeah, she, and she's happy to train. She, we, we brought on a new person in February and she did a one-on-one with her to go over the system and walk her through like all the things on how to do a sales order and how to fulfill it and invoice and you know, the processes that they need. So, yeah. And then you don't have to do it. So you got one thing off your plate. Right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Well, Shauna, you know what? It's happy hour right now. Okay. It's five o'clock. Awesome. This was wonderful. Thank you so much of for course. speaking with us. I would keep going, but, you know, we got to call it quits at some oh, point. Oh, I know. Right? I know. There's drinks waiting for us. That's right. So, Shauna Veal, CPA, thank you for your time. If people want to connect with you yeah online where where are you available i'm on linkedin okay just um shauna veal yep we'll put it in the show notes okay yep that's a good place to do it thanks shauna thank you guys thank you shauna okay bye